Hi friends, welcome back to the With Great People podcast. I'm Richard Kasprowski. With Great People is the podcast about high-performance teams. This episode is an introduction to the science and research on high-performance teams. It's an excerpt from a session I led at the Craft Conference earlier this year in Budapest. We had 700 people at this session and we created the foundations of high-performance teams together. It was really awesome. Here's some upcoming events that you might be interested in. On August 25th, I'll be teaching a full-day class on awesome teams in Prague. On August 28th, we'll be starting the fall semester of Agile Software Development at Harvard University. And on September 28th, I'll be at the Greatness Guild Conference in Paris. If any of this sounds interesting to you, and if you'd like to support this podcast, just visit Kasparowski.com. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think you can. Awesome. Um, so we're going to do something special right now. We're going to do something really special, uh, something a little unusual, something you might not have done before. We're going to create a new culture together. We're going to do it in an intentional way. We're going to do it on purpose. Um, and well, we're going we're gonna to do a bunch of activities to practice this new culture. We're going to plant the seeds of this new culture here today in this room with all of us together. And maybe we can take those seeds and cultivate this better culture when you get back to the office on Monday, or back to your family tonight or Saturday, whenever you're going home or back to work. To get started, I want you to think about the best team you were ever on in your entire life. And this could be the work team you're on right now. This could be a previous work team. This could be a nonprofit group that you're part of. Uh, it could be a sports team, a group of hobbyists. It could be your family, even. Um, I'm going to give this definition of team. I'm going to say any group of two or more people who share a common goal. So think of your best team ever, all right? Maybe close your eyes, meditate on this best team, go back to how it felt to be on that team. How did it feel? And really try to re-experience it. And when you go back to that best team ever, what if you can think of one word to describe that experience, what one word would describe it? Feel free to shout some words out in any language. Encouragement. 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 Trust. Trust. I can't hear that far away, oh no. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm prepared for this. Oh, and this is a tweetable moment. Not the part where I can't hear you, but the part where if you want to tweet about your favorite team ever, your best team ever, you could do that right now. We did a workshop a couple days ago, and these were some of the words that people used to describe their best team ever. Right, so some of these words describe the work you're doing, like effective and achievement. 
some of these words, actually most of these words, describe the feeling of being on that team. Right? So energizing, complimentary, safety, trust, respect, happiness, even fun. And I think most of them were talking about work teams. So, you know, wouldn't it be cool if all your work teams could be like this? When I look back at my best work teams, my best teams, work or not, I, I, I've experienced all of those sensations with my best work teams. And I usually, when I, when I go back to thinking about how those work teams came to be, I think it was an accident. Uh, we just got lucky. And, um, and, and maybe the same thing happened to you. You, you accidentally were grouped with a, a set of people and you had an awesome team. You, you just got lucky. Something magical happened and you ended up on this amazing team. And uh, I, I definitely want that again. I want more of that. I want to be able to make that happen on purpose. And that's what, that's what this talk is about. We're going to practice some skills, some actual behavior patterns that you can bring to your team to kind of make this happen on purpose, to, to intentionally adjust the culture of your team or int intentionally build a team in a new culture that has the right behaviors so that they are maybe the best team you've ever been on. And uh, some of the foundation for this, you know, fortunately, Joseph and Yasmin were here, so you heard a lot of the foundation about this, psychological safety. Uh, I'm not going to repeat anything they said. They're way better at it than I am. Uh, so I'm not a psychologist, I'm a practitioner. And I rely on the work of, of people like, like these guys. Uh, and, I, and I try to just put it into practice. Um, so here's the story, very, very briefly. A lot of people heard about this. This was really cool because this got people thinking about psychological safety, right? So uh, in, the, in, in the literature, in, in the psychology literature, in the business literature from the last 20 years or more, people have identified like 200, 250 different attributes that they think or they claim correlate to high-performing teams. And Google wanted to figure out what really correlated to high-performing teams there. So they got about 200 teams to volunteer to take part in a study and they measured all of these different attributes that might correlate to high performance, and they measured performance of the teams, and they found that at Google, psychological safety was the thing that correlated to high performance more than anything else. There were some other things that correlated to high performance, but psychological safety was the thing that correlated more than anything else. So that's really cool, and that gets people thinking about psychological safety as something important. Uh, people in IT and people outside of IT. I shared this story with my dentist. I live in Boston. I live in this part of Boston that has the highest population density of dentists. So there's like dentists all over the place. I went to a new dentist. I told her what I was doing for work. And she, she's like, oh, that's really cool. And she pulls out her dentist magazine and there's a story about team safety in her dentist magazine. So everybody's thinking about this. I made a new friend in Boston, Stephen Wolf. He was the author, co-author of this, this article that was published in Harvard Business Review, is it 15, 16, 17 years ago now? Um, so Vanessa and Stephen did a bunch of research with something that they were calling group emotional intelligence or team emotional intelligence. Stephen hadn't heard about uh, the Google study about psychological safety, so, so I told him the story. 
And uh, you know, the way, the way a, a professor would, he, he sort of strokes his chin and he goes, yeah, that's true, they're right. Uh, and in the research that we've done, we add on to that. So psychological safety in their research is a subset of what they call overall team emotional intelligence. Uh, team emotional intelligence includes psychological safety, it includes social capital, it includes efficient conflict resolution, it includes the ability to address teammates when they're not living up to expectations, and more. Um, and in their research, they've studied a couple hundred teams in different companies, uh, so in some ways it's better than Google's research because it's broader, more companies involved. In their research, team emotional intelligence, as they call it, correlates to high performance. They, they, they think team emotional intelligence, uh, it, inclu it, it includes psychological safety, it sort of correlates to or causes high social capital. And because of all that, your leaders kind of support you, and when your leaders support you, well, it's kind of obvious you end up with a really high performing team. So that's, that's their story. And then I shared with Steve uh, this stuff called the core protocols. Uh, this is the work of Jim McCarthy and Michelle McCarthy, the core protocols. They're behavior patterns of high-performing teams. So Jim and Michelle McCarthy, they are not academics. They haven't done any scientifically valid research, and actually they don't care. Uh, they're people who had this kind of experience where they were on an amazing team. They were on the team that built Visual C++ at Microsoft back in the 1990s. It was such an amazing product that it put other companies out of business, and it was an awesome team. They wanted to know if they could do that again on purpose instead of sort of they got lucky. So they left Microsoft. They opened up what they call a lab, and in their lab, what they would do is invite a team or invite a group of people to form a team spontaneously into their lab. They would give them an assignment in five days to get it done. And at first, they would just watch. So it was just observational. And as they watched teams go through this experience, they noticed the teams that were successful, and they noticed the behavior patterns of the successful teams. Back in the 90s, design patterns and pattern languages and software were sort of a, a thing. And they started to document these patterns, as these, these, these behaviors, in a, in, the, in a pattern language. They called them protocols because protocols are how people interact with each other, how compute agents interact with each other. So people interacting with each other, and what are the behavior patterns for people interacting with each other on high-performing teams? They documented them, they're like, that's interesting, and they started teaching them to people on the first day of the five-day lab. And they noticed that whenever they taught them to people, the teams were successful. So they started doing it in industry with companies. They noticed if they taught people these behavior patterns, these teams tended to be more successful than other teams. So that's kind of the story of the core protocols. Here's, a, here's another version of the story. And this is, this is uh, sort of hypothetical. This really is a hypothesis. Uh, I've, I'm collaborating with Stephen Wolf now. We're starting to do some, some actually good research on this. He knows how to do research. I don't. I know how to teach and coach people. He's not as good at that as I am. So we've combined our, our mutual skills to do some actual research. Our hypothesis is that, well, if you want a high-performing team, which most people do, we know from Google and from, from lots of other sources that psychological safety will get you that. From Steve and Vanessa's work, psychological safety is a subset of team emotional intelligence. 
And if you want team emotional intelligence, core protocols are one way to cause it to happen, to sort of induce high team emotional intelligence. So the hypothesis that we have is if you teach people core protocols as a set of behavior patterns to use when they're together on a team, it will induce high team EI, which will induce high performance. Hi, friends. Thanks again for listening. And remember, to support this podcast, visit my website, kasparaski.com. See you next time.